ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. So that's just frustration from Latrell Mitchell. It's had an absolutely shocking day. When Latrell Mitchell elbowed Tyson Frizzell, it set a series of dominoes falling. It meant suspension, which means he'll miss South Sydney's final home-and-away clash of the season with the Roosters, which means it could be season over for the fullback and the Bunnies, which means questions about the standards being set by coach Jason Demetrio for Mitchell and other stars. Today, we're burrowing into the Rabbits' burrow to try and make sense of what's going on with Latrell and Souths. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily. Michael Chamis is a senior NRL writer for Channel 9 Papers. He has been covering this story closely. Michael, the Rabbitohs are a team full of star power. The brightest amongst those stars is Latrell Mitchell. From a pure performance point of view, how has his 2023 campaign measured up to his incredibly high standards? Yeah, look, unfortunately, it's been plagued by injury for Latrell Mitchell, which has been the case for, for a couple of years, mate. He hasn't, unfortunately, been allowed to to hit uh, the level that we expect him to. South Sydney, though, through that period, have been relatively successful. I think they made, in the last three years, they've made preliminary finals and at least, well, one grand final in that time. So a lot of the things that have, have started to come to the surface now haven't been raised as issues before, but... As we know, when you start to lose games, the the pressure heaps and then people start to analyse all the little bits and pieces that go on. And there are things in Latrell Mitchell's game that are starting to get highlighted, which, to be fair, have been around for those last few years. But no one has has said anything because the Rabbitohs have been relatively successful. And Latrell Mitchell, when he comes up with those big plays, those highlight plays, everyone is amazed by it. And they hit the ground with a thud. Good pass. Thompson down the sideline. Alamotti tried to make the tackle. Latrell is backing up and he celebrates his 150th with a try. But effort areas have never been something that Latrell Mitchell has prided his game on. I think in sport there are things you can't control, like injury, but is he doing everything possible to perform at the highest possible level? It's a tough one. It's a tough one because Latrell Mitchell and even Jason Demetrio, who I spoke to yesterday, they will admit that he gets treated, he gets managed differently. And Latrell has had his troubles falling in and out of love with the game. He's quite often given time off to go back to Tyree and spend time with his family on the farm. He hasn't been treated like any other player. And when you deliver, it's excused. It's it's almost like, yeah, we've got it right. And to be fair to Jason Demetrio, it's the same approach that Wayne Bennett took with Latrell Mitchell over the last few years that he was at the club. These guys, Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker, they are the superstars of the team and we will treat them differently. It's nothing different that Jason Demetrio has now tried to adopt. The only difference is they're not winning. And when you're not winning, comes the scrutiny. And I feel as though there are people within South Sydney that when Wayne Bennett afforded Latrell Mitchell that, you know, that, that, that leeway, that treated him with extra love and gave him a hug and care when he needed it. When Latrell was coming from the field, he was really emotional. Can you tell us why? No, I'm not going to tell you why. No. How come? Well, it's got nothing to do with it, to be honest with you. When he did that, Latrell respected him to at least not test the boundaries or overstep the mark, whereas... I think now with Jason Demetrio, there's a feeling within the club that while he respects Jason Demetrio, he hasn't afforded him the same respect that he did Wayne Bennett. That is becoming a problem. And the fact that we're now hearing this, we reported yesterday in the Sydney Morning Herald that there are internal issues, there are people within the club, within Jason Demetrio's coaching staff, who feel as though it's time to get serious with Latrell and Cody Walker and to hold them to account. 
and to not let them get away with things that have been that have slipped by over the past few years because it's excused in the name of winning. Midweek beers on stage with country music star Luke Combs. It's one of the more unlikely storylines for 2023 in the NRL. But was it a particularly visible instance of the slipping standards that have been detailed that acted as a lightning rod for criticism for Luttrell? Look, Paddy, like, honestly, it's a bit of a who cares moment. What is he? He's gone on stage. He's one of his favourite artists in the world. A great opportunity. He's gone on there. He's had a beer. In reality, it's, it's nothing. But the perception, when you are paid a million dollars and you're the superstar of the team, the perception is if you go out and do that, then you better deliver in four days' time when you go into a field in a, in a pretty important game for your club's season. You better come out and deliver. But when he completely outplayed the way that Latrell was by Caelan Ponga and the effort areas that were highlighted over the last 24 hours have been exposed. Last tackle, Gamble puts in a stab kick. Latrell getting back there. He loses the ball. Bob up by the Knights. Try says Atkins. Latrell Mitchell's off with the Pixies somewhere. You start to think to yourself, well, are you taking the mickey here? Like it's, they're the questions that South Sydney are now starting to ask. And I don't think that South Sydney asked those questions in the last few years. I think for the first time since Latrell's been at South Sydney, there are people at that club thinking, are we doing the, the rabbitos and injustice by allowing this to continue? I, I wouldn't be surprised if there are conversations with Latrell over the next couple of weeks about... This is the way we expect things to go. You need to get on board because we've done it your way. We've done it your way. We've sent you to America. We've brought your physiotherapist into the, into the club. We, we've done a whole heap of things to make you fall in love with the sport. But maybe it's not being, not, it's not being reciprocated here. The, the investment in, in time that has gone into Latrell Mitchell, perhaps South Sydney are just starting to feel that that love that they are showing is not being returned. Coach Jason Dimitri has been under significant pressure this week for a number of reasons. How is it that him liking a random social media post has exacerbated the situation? Well, yesterday I made a ton of phone calls around the South Sydney situation. It's been bubbling around for about a month now, but we haven't pulled the trigger on the story because at any moment you're expecting South Sydney to click into action and this all to become irrelevant and the team to move on, but it hasn't happened. What we've expected to happen just hasn't happened. So therefore, the calls that I made yesterday to a lot of people in and around the club, I, I learned that there was an issue that some players had been made aware and were upset with a social media post that the official South Sydney account had posted on Instagram. And one of the comments on there basically was critical of Liam Knight and Jacob Host, something along the lines of these clowns are pretenders or they shouldn't be in first grade and uh, it's no wonder we didn't lose by 50. And the comment was liked by Jason Demetrio on Instagram. Now, I'll give Jason the benefit of the doubt. I spoke to him this morning, and he has since apologised to Jacob Host, who's still at the club. Liam Knight is no longer at the club. He's been moved on mid-season to, to join the Bulldogs. But he, he, he called Jacob Host and apologised and said that he was unaware that he had liked that post, that it was an accident. And look, we've all been there. We've all been there in that situation. The, the question probably that comes to mind after that is, why you're trolling through comments on social media after a loss? That Jason Demetrio shouldn't be worrying about that. And I think Wayne Bennett's famous lines: "If you if you're worried about the fans, it won't be long before you're sitting with them." And unfortunately for Jason Demetrio, it looks as though some of those comments have left the players a little bit uneasy about whether or not that was intentional. Now I'm told that Jacob Host didn't believe that was intentional, but. It doesn't sit well with some people when they see that and start to question whether the coach is actively out there 
undermining players. Now, I don't believe it to be the case. I don't think Jason Demetrio did that. And if he did, to be fair, you would be writing your own termination letter if you did that on purpose. I think South Sydney would be ropeable with Jason Demetrio if he was out there liking criticism of the players. As you said, it's exacerbated the situation now at the club where there are people walking on eggshells around the coach and around Latrell and Cody. And it's not the environment you want for a football team that is primed to win a premiership. With such a big fixture coming up against the Roosters, it seems awful time to be missing your star player through suspension. Does that sort of feed into that idea of a lack of discipline, a failure to understand that rules are for everyone, not just for some? Yeah, to me, I found it interesting that South Sydney didn't fight it. I think there were people within the club who wanted to, but management decided that they wouldn't. And I think, and I don't want to put words in people's mouths, but I think South Sydney have sent a message to Latrell saying you need to learn from your lessons here. This is your mistake. We're not going to try and bail you out of it and you're going to cop the fine and try and learn your lesson here because it was really an unnecessary action that he that he produced. I don't think it's him in the head. I think it's just silly from the troll and, yeah, it's, he got his medicine, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. At a stage of the game where it was over. So he's been sin-bin, Latrell Mitchell, which matters very little now with a minute 13 to go. It was a brain snap. And I think South Sydney wanted Latrell to be accountable for his actions. And I, I, don't, I think the decision not to fight is a reflection of South Sydney's patience running thin with him. Souths have a bye this week, ahead of what looms as a mini-final with the Roosters to see if they can even make the top eight. Can you give us an idea of what missing finals might look like for this club in terms of consequences, particularly for the coach, but others too? Oh, it'll be a disaster. They were, they were first, Stacky, after 11 rounds. But they were sitting on top of the table and everyone was saying that they are the premiership heavyweights. They're the real deal this year. And then the fall from grace has been quite dramatic. They've won four of their last 12 games. A lot of those, granted, are with, have been without Latrell Mitchell, who has been injured for a long period of time. But the form slump has been so dramatic that it's just it's left you questioning whether or not this team actually has what it takes to do it. And I remember a couple of weeks ago, Phil Gould, a colleague on, on Channel 9 there I work with on 100% footy, he was quite critical of Latrell. He's got these brilliant individual moments and he loves all this, he loves the crowd, and he loves being out there in the country and it's all great. Put him on the big stage in front of 50,000 in a preliminary final and he hasn't done it yet. That's where he's got to do it. He's still got to do that part of it and he hasn't done it yet. And I agreed with him at the time. I said that as a, Latrell Mitchell hasn't done the job as the man at the Rabbitohs. I, I know he's won premierships at the Roosters, but... That was a star-studded Roosters team. He wasn't the man there. He, he wasn't asked to carry the team on his shoulders and deliver him a premiership. He, it's the expectation now. And he's the, the million-dollar man. He's the marquee man earning the big money and getting a lot of the, um, the attention. And he hasn't delivered. There'll be ramifications, no doubt. I don't, I don't think Jason Demetrio will be sacked. The club's agreed to a three-year extension with Jason Demetrio to, to keep him at the club till 2026. But if they miss the eight, there'll be some tough conversations over the summer. And it'll be up to the people involved how they respond to it as to the ramifications going forward. If I'm, I'm sure the club will have a serious word to Latrell Mitchell over the summer and, and it'll go along the lines of it's time you start doing things our way. How Latrell responds to that, it'll dictate the way the summer plays out. It could potentially be a big story. It could be nothing. It could blow over and Latrell cop it on the chin and move on and the club comes back next year bigger and better. But those conversations, I believe, are going to have to be had. Michael Chamis, it's a fascinating story. Thanks for unpacking it for us. We appreciate it. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me.
Headlines in news that has shocked Kiwis. Legendary All Blacks coach Steve Hansen has joined the Wallabies camp ahead of their pre-World Cup clash with France in an advisory capacity. Hansen's not being paid by Rugby Australia and he's reportedly only around the group for a week, but the reaction of his former player and current AB Dane Coles sums up the way NZ rugby types are taking the news. Yeah? <laughs> well, we're like a... Is, like in camp, kind of set up. Yeah. Yeah. What are you up to? <laughs> oh, that hurts a little bit, to be fair. Um, oh, yeah, I'm at Goldsmith. He was a, he's a bit of an icon in the All Blacks setup, and yeah, yeah mate. Oh, I'm yeah, but speechless. But Eddie Jones and Hanson are longtime friends, hence the Kiwi helping out the Aussie. Shikari Richardson has claimed the mantle of fastest woman in the world at the World Champs in Hungary. She finished the hundred metres in ten point six five seconds. They're away first time. Can Shelly Ann Fraser Price deliver? She's got a good start, but watch Sharika Jackson. Sharika Jackson, is she just going to do it? Oh, on the near side, right at the end, from nowhere in lane nine. It's an incredible performance from Shikari Richardson, her first global final, and she tastes gold. It means the USA won both the women's and men's titles after Noah Lyles grabbed the bloke's mantle in 9.83. And the men's US Open is shaping as a belter after Novak Djokovic edged out Carlos Alcaraz to win the Cincinnati Masters in three sets over nearly four hours. That's the longest best of three set final in ATP history. Alcaraz was so fatigued at one point, his hand cramped and he couldn't even hold his racket. The tennis was at a crazy level, and the Serbian saved a match point and needed five of his own just to clinch victory. Can't wait for New York City. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Poppy Penny. Thanks to Channel 9, One News, and World Athletics for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio, and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.